Sunday pour back with our second show of the week. Thursday night, a little less than three weeks ago before our groundbreaking monumental election show. Uh, we've got some Thursday night baseball on in the background. No football tonight. Uh, unless you're a degenerate gambler, I guess, and you bet on Georgia State, Arkansas State, whoever's playing. Uh, you can thank the Titans for no football tonight, the first place undefeated Titans. Um, so we got you know a little bit of NFL picks to get into later, a lot to get into. Let me bring in my cousin, my co-host. How are you? What are you drinking? Doing all right. Doing all right. I um, A couple of things in front of me. I need your help with one. One, I got a... Uh... I got some gas station coffee in front of me. I was out doing a few things, and I just uh, just had a habit from that gas station. I played a number and uh, got a coffee. Nice. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, the weeks I work from home, I'm on like a different – my body clock is on a completely different schedule than when I had to commute every fucking day. Creature of habit. Yeah, so coffee at 10 o'clock at night means nothing to me. Um, A week later, right to work next to my bed. Um. In front of me, though, I just I need your help with this because it's 2020. Nobody keeps dairy products in the house uh, like they used to. I don't have fucking cream in the in the fridge. Who does? Do you have cream in your fridge? Um, I, during the I just uh, started keeping it in. My wife uses a little <laughs> in her. In her I, I drink mine black. God damn it! Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I I make fun of people who like keep milk in the fridge because it's like who drinks milk? But she likes a little bit in her coffee. Okay. Well, the reason the reason keep I butter made, in the fridge though. Keep butter. That's not going to help me with with this. See, I got I got the vodka, I got the Kahlua, uh, but I don't have, I don't have any cream. So what I have three options in front of me, and I, I know what I would pick, I know what I would pick. Yeah, uh, terrible options. Um, I have one percent low fat milk. My wife got the milk. She gets the fucking one percent because I don't know. It's like water. I don't know why we get that bullshit. I don't know um, what I have. I, I don't know what she drinks. Light cream, maybe? Yeah, yeah. well, the, that, that milk's the kid's drinking milk. Okay, so that's oh, one okay. option. Second option was bought by mistake. Um, mistake. I thought it's what she, it's Vanilla almond milk. Calif, Califia Farms. Okay. Vanilla flavor. And the third option is uh, Coffee Mate French Vanilla Sugar Free. So what, what, what should I use? Um, to complete this uh, this Caucasian, I mm, I don't know. I I would actually dare to be different a little bit and try the almond milk. Wow. Okay. It's All like right, a it's a progressive uh, Caucasian. All right, I'll go almond milk. Almond milk's pretty gross. Have you ever had it? No. <laughs> I may have tried it once, but no, I, I don't drink too much. The only literally the only time I have one is when I have a white Russian. All right. Okay. Well, it doesn't doesn't quite mix like the cream does. It kind of settles right on top. Yeah. Okay. I don't really eat cereal, so I don't. Yeah, I don't really do milk. I should have been ready. I didn't, didn't expect it to not. All right. Ah, oh, there's ice there. Okay, let's go. Let's see. I mean, okay. Came- yeah, I mean, you have the essentials. It's just. The milk is bad in third anyways. Actually, not bad. Not bad at all. All right. I like it. There you go. Good selection. I would have gone coffee, mate, because it's like a little thicker, a little sweeter. No sugar, though. 
sugar free. Well, I mean, I don't think this is. I think this uh, album looks probably sugar free. Well, you said too, sweeter. Huh? That, you said sweeter. That's why when I heard sugar free, I assumed it was like. Oh, I don't know, but that's like I assumed it was too close to the Kahlua. I figured. That's fair. That's fair. Well, the. I don't know. This is meant to be mixed with coffee and stuff. The almond was just supposed to be like to make people, you know, think they're not lactose intolerant. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good choice, Ant. Well done. So you're, my bar- you're from home this week working. For working from home this week, yeah. All right. Yeah. I've been I've been driving in, and I've actually been. Uh, I uh, what do you call it? Met up, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reunited with my guy Ripkin down at the abortion clinic. Oh, the guy's back in action. But he never left. I'm the one who. That's true. Yeah, I'm the man. one who left. But no, yeah, die two, hard. He's out. Two thousand straight games. Yeah. Yep. Not Billy Ripkin. Cal Ripkin. Um, and for those of our listeners who don't know who I'm talking about, there's a guy at Planned Parenthood in New Haven. You go by there around like eight o'clock, between eight and eight thirty. He'll be out there with. Uh, Trump 2020 vision sign and his pictures of dead fetuses uh, sign. And they go to together like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what a combination! He's, just, he's he's the iron he's the Iron Man of abortion protesters. Out there every morning, uh, just a diehard, and he's really the only one I take seriously because you know I see once in a while I see somebody like on a random Wednesday morning when I drive in and. You know, they'll be shouting into their little makeshift megaphone and they have like their little signs that say pray away abortion. This guy's out there like the postal service. Rain, shine, sleet, <laughs> hurricane. You know, and I also for the first time this week on my way back to my car after work, I saw the uh what do you call it? The what's the opposite? I guess the pro 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 choicers. Yeah, they had a yeah. sign out there. They were playing music. It was a guy, young girl, young guy, and uh, I don't know. Beep if you're pro-choice. I don't know what the sign said. I didn't really. I didn't. Really, I don't stop and like. I yeah. put my earphones in and I just give like a nod to these people. <laughs> I don't want to talk to any of them. <laughs> they, yeah, but, they had, um, they hey, had, good, for, good for that guy though. You know, the he headphones. The headphones are a godsend though. I mean, that's just automatic. Yeah, people will still. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. People in New Haven still don't care. They'll still ask you for money. They'll still try and talk oh, to you. Well, that's on you. You got to, that's eye contact situation. If you just, you just got to kind of, it's just one of those things where you got to keep the pace moving, keep, keep your head, keep your eyes down and your eye, I mean, keep your eyes up with your head down. So you know, like what's coming. Oh, so yeah. If you, so you, and you got to, you got to stick and move it. Some guy says something to you, you just got to keep moving. You, you got to do not give up an inch on your pace. Oh, I, 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 I'm nice to them if you're asking for money. I just say, ah, sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, I say I'm all plastic. And then as, as they hear me jingling by them. <laughs> yeah, right. I can see uh, the over here. That's my keys, huh? Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's, uh, that's my week. That's my highlight. <laughs> uh, First time ever seeing a uh, pro-choicer outside Planned Parenthood. It's election. They, it's election season, man. There's, I uh, guess, yeah, but not, there's no one really. Like I don't know. I expect better out of the uh, out of the protesters. Like it's only, it, he's the only one. Ripken. He's the only one out there, really, most of the time. I mean, people have to work, man. I guess I just assumed protesters that was their full time job. <laughs> 
You thought you thought George Soros was behind all this? It is George Soros. He just hands out money to the protesters. To yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the deal. I don't know. I don't think you get paid to be a protester. I think that's all fugazi. People just make that shit up. Well, I don't know. There's no. There's no Ripken. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there should be. There's older retired people who you know could do it, but. He's the one. He's the one out there. Feels strongly about his uh, about his views. Is there any local official that you want to vote for? No, I don't even know. I don't even know any of them. But I, mean, besides, I see the signs, but right based on just the signs that you see, is there anybody that you would want to vote for based on just just that appearance? Because to me, no, all... I've seen a few commercials and they all seem weird to me. Uh, to me, they're all greasy, scuzzy, just they're all gross. Politicians really are the lowest form of life. Just yeah, going out like begging for begging for votes, cheesing for their picture. I guess that you're 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 the picture you picked is atrocious. That's yeah. what you picked for your for your uh, campaign photo. And you expect me to put you in a position of power where you can make. Bigger decisions than that. That was your decision? Was that picture? Big time fail. I don't want to see what you're going to do to the fucking town. No the thanks. commercials are always the same, too. Uh, and th- it always ends with them, like, in front of their house with their wife and kids and, like, the dog, maybe. Yeah, this isn't growing pains, man. You're not Alan Thick. All yeah. right? I don't, want to see, I don't want to see the 80s sitcom end of the uh, credits here. No. Get, get, get back in your fucking house. <laughs> and, the, and you know what? And I'm going to... This is nothing to do with Trump, but all these politicians that are like lining up and being like, if you like Donald Trump, that's my guy. Just kind of like uh, ride on his coattails. Well, they all piggyback. It's gross, man. It is so gross. Like, just be your fucking self. That's just, you're, you're so opportunistic. Just, oh, look at me. I'm a Trump guy, too. Hey, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? Well, it's just that's identity politics. Uh, it's, it's brutal. It's so it's brutal. I want to smack every one of them. I mean, not that the people who are like, I'm not Trump. Look at me. Are any better? It's just all. It's it's just. I mean, fucking talk to me like about the fuck is going on in town here. <laughs> so you're looking. You're looking for. Actually, I know in East Haven, where my town I used to live in, I knew some of the local people running. That's but different. Yeah, new town. Yeah. New town. I don't know anybody. So. He I'm should. Just, uh, I, I voted for the East Haven mayor four times last election. But uh, <laughs> oh, what's his face? Oh, from yeah. we met him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even think he made it to the end though. Did he? No, no, not him. No, no, no he didn't make it very. He didn't make it past that weekend. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh man, that was, a, think, that was a death blow. That I was really I, bad. He got bad advice from his campaign manager showing up there. I think I, I think I, I think I ended his campaign single-handedly when I shook his hand. That was it. That was it. Someone who's in the it. bushes, like you cannot associate with this filth. He came to a place, and I was reeking of whatever aromatic, uh, um, you know, smoking mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is, and uh, he, yeah, I know he may, he should have pulled the wild thing, Rick Vaughn, when he showed up to that kid party and just bailed. <laughs> and he should have had a limo waiting, like I got to get the fuck out of here. The guy was still there for the raffle. Yeah, he was not happy. He was looking up at the raffle. I mean, I was doing like, you know, our friend uh, Cancel was doing the the MCing, and I kind of grabbed the mic once in a while, but I wasn't in condition to be on the mic. 
Yeah, and I well, just no, remember, one, no one is. And I remember just looking at him, he, and he had this look of disgust on his face. Like, who the fuck took me to this place? And we yeah. know we know who took him to that place, and that's, you know, maybe you shouldn't be following that guy around. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. That's a good, that was, good, that was good a, point. That was a lot of inside, uh, inside baseball, inside story right there. But yeah. uh, So you're looking forward to voting, is what you're saying. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I just got. I didn't. Speaking of voting, I just got um, a letter today that I didn't pay my tax. My taxes were del- will be delinquent October first. Meanwhile, I paid my taxes on July thirty first. I had the receipt and everything. Uh, so the, the town is really batting a thousand when it comes to uh, doing anything through, you know, the mail or anything like that. This is all online. Car so taxes. Know, uh, property taxes. No. Oh, just, property. Not not the car. The cars. The car stuff's all right. Actually, that's fine. But uh, property taxes for the for the condo. Yeah, yeah I, and I was like, yeah, I pull out the receipt and shit. So I'm like, they, and you guys want me to vote by the fucking mail? You can't even handle my fucking taxes. You got to use a ballot box. I guess I have to. Yeah, that's what I did. I already voted. Yeah, I you brought right to, to the ba- right to the town hall, dropped it in the ballot box last week. Done. Yeah. I don't have to stand in line with any assholes. Nobody breathing on me, huffing and puffing. Done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I changed my mind. I, I was going to go in and do it, and I, uh, some, I'm sending my application tomorrow for the absentee ballot. Oh, you're kind of close. No, you can send out the application, whatever. You can send out whenever, and then you, could, you can mail in your vote anytime up until, like, election day. So I'll be fine. How, do you, how do you do that, though, without the ballot? No, they, said they'll send, they had to send the ballot over to me. And then, I mean, it's all in town. How long could it fucking take? True, I guess. And I'll bring it to the ballot box too. Drop it off. That's fine. Yeah, that I was, go ballot box. It was mo- it was more or less because I, re- I didn't want to stand in line. That's the, that was the main thing. It yeah. was just being around the people and any kind of line. It has nothing to do with COVID. It has nothing to do with fear of that. It was just I don't like going to Walmart and having two people in front of me. So you know, if I have the option to not stand in line, just made just made sense. Yeah. And I didn't even—I I didn't even realize there was an option for a ballot box until I got the absentee ballot. With all this, all the uh, you know rigmarole and everything that's being made out of like the mail, yeah, it's like you vote in your own town. Like how how far do some of these people live from like you know their town hall or whatever? It's so easy just to. Well, I think it's for like drop it. like for bigger places than where we live. I would assume. I guess, yeah, like New York City, yeah. I guess, place like that. All right, that's good. I, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking big picture. I guess. Yeah, you're in your, you're, you're in your fucking little bubble. <laughs> I am. I, I can expand. I live around the whole, around the corner from your town hall, <laughs> white, white picket fence. You just fucking, you hop out of bed, you skip on down there, you get a, a bagel and coffee at uh, Jim's coffee shop. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> put fifty cents uh, for the paper and uh, go on your day. Yeah, drinking gas station coffee. Oh yeah, this is, like, this is the best coffee in the world. I am not what you would call a coffee snob. Nah, I mean, I mean, I barely drink it, but well, I drink it more now. But I just drink whatever. Mm. I drink K cups at work. That I, I have like, uh, what do I have? BJ's brand, Kirkland. Mm. I think maybe I'm the opposite of a coffee snob because, like, I hate the K-Cup shit. I don't like it. Well, I only use that because they have it at work. And then, like, this morning I didn't use a K-Cup. I made it at, at, uh, at my house, and that's obviously, like, a pot, a 
Nice, yeah. Mr. Coffee. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And that's I think that's Kirkland brand too. Nice. There, yeah. <laughs> the ground. Yeah, you chock chock full of nuts. Oh, that's where you Mostly, go. Mostly, yeah, or Folgers. The heavenly coffee. Yeah, or Folgers. What I, actually, I just go like what's on sale because it's Maxwell House. I do a little Maxwell House, a little blue, little blue uh, container. Yeah, a little Maxwell House. You ever see? You ever see the movie Hiding Out with John Cryer? <laughs> no, I have not seen Hiding Out. No, eighties movie. He's like FBI or whatever, and he has to go undercover as a as a student. Okay. He's trying, I don't know what he's trying to solve. Something from the mafia. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Hiding from the mafia or he's trying to solve something. Okay. And he has to come up with a name on the spot. And there's a Max, there's a Maxwell house like behind the secretary's desk or whatever. And he goes, Maxwell House. <laughs> that's his name. I drunk right a little bit of a run in the 80s, huh? Yeah, he was in, what was he, Pretty in Pink? Was he like kind of a borderline Brat Pack member? Yeah, I think, yeah, it might be right. That's probably a good call. I don't know if he was considered Brat Pack, but he was in that same kind of group. He had a little bit of a run. Cryer. He was in uh, He was in that movie with Robert Downey Jr. I don't think I ever saw it, where Robert Downey Jr. played basically himself. He was like a junkie. I mean, himself in the 80s. He straightened himself out, but uh, what was that movie? I don't know. Jamie Gertz was in it. Not ringing a bell. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know if it was that popular of a movie, but for some reason it sticks out to me, and I'm not even sure if John Cryer was. Uh, you say Robert Downey Jr. in the '80s. I, I, all I can think of is Back to School. Oh right, yeah, Back to School. Rodney. Um, yeah, of course I'm not. Wikipedia is not cooperating at all. Um, what was that movie? Less than zero. Nope. Doesn't ring a bell. No, Andrew McCarthy. I was thinking of. He's in that movie. <laughs> close, close. Andrew McCarthy, that'll run in the 80s. <laughs> he was like an official, he was like an official Brat Pack member. Yeah, he, uh, what's that guy up to these days? I want to see a little comeback, little Andrew McCarthy comeback. Uh, what's he, I saw him in something. It was probably TV, I would guess. What was he what about doing? do for that comeback? He had a run with um. He was in obviously, what do you call it? What's the eighties? Not Breakfast Club. Weekend at Bernie's. No, that's like the one he's most known <laughs> for. But uh, come on, motherfucker, Saint Elmo's Fire. <laughs> Fucking hey, man. Any other day, I'd come out with that right <laughs> out the gate. But yeah, he was obsessed with uh, the chick. He like he slept with uh, Judd Nelson's girlfriend at the end. I never saw that one. Oh, you got to watch it. It's it, it's so cheesy. Yeah. It's like perfect Rob Lowe, you know, heartthrob of the 80s. Rob Lowe's in there. Obviously, I said Judd Nelson. Demi, oh, like Pete Demi Moore. Rob, extremely cheesy. They're they're all like Georgetown students who just graduated. They just graduated, and then they're like dealing with that. You can't believe, <laughs> like, Rob Lowe is the most uncancelable guy in the world. They, they, they've gone back to cancel... Everybody you could possibly cancel. Yeah. Pablo had sex with an underage girl. I'm sorry, statutory rape with an under, underage girl at the Democratic National Convention back in like 88 or something. Nobody ever fucking mm-hmm. talks about it. He's, like, he's still America's heartthrob. He's America's sweetheart. But he loves the guy. Everybody else, they try and fucking cancel. And I don't have a problem. With- was it, wasn't it like on camera too? I have no idea. Or was that something else he did? I don't know. That, maybe that's you, Grant, you're thinking of. Mm, he tried to pick up a train. Yeah. 
That got and he got caught. Yeah, but he's British. So. That's a tough. That's a tough mug shot for both of them, for him and the tranny. He's he's I mean he's and yeah and you know the accent's not doing him any favors. Rob Lowe, heartthrob. He still looks pretty good to this day, so you're not going to cancel him. I got less of a problem with you, Grant, than I do with uh, I do with Rob Lowe. Oh, so you're anti Rob Lowe? No, not really. I just, I just, I'm curious why nobody picks on that guy. That's all. That's that's all it is to me. Like, if it's everybody's there's hunting these, you know, celebrities for sport. How come they haven't gone for him yet? I, I honestly think it, it comes down to looks. Like Brad Pitt's not getting. You don't think Brad Pitt's done shitty things over the years to women? Probably not. Well, <laughs> that I mean, things we don't know about. <laughs> I mean, we know about the things he has done. But... <laughs> nah, Brad Pitt's probably a saint. I got no problem with Pitt. <laughs> yeah, but if a, yeah, but if if a, if a lesser if if like an ugly like B lister did that to Jennifer Aniston, he would not be as highly yeah. regarded. Paul Rubens, he got canceled before there was a cancel culture. Before canceling yeah, happened, guy yeah, jerks off in one theater, and now you know we can't see it anymore. Peter in one porn, in one porn theater. It was oh yeah, what the hell? I thought that's like encouraged. He wasn't jerking off in. Uh... I don't know, Muppets Take Manhattan or something. Right. It wasn't seven-year-olds. Yeah, Jesus. It was like a group of guys, yeah. I'm sure. What the hell is this? It doesn't make any sense. That, yeah, that, <sighs> seems like, that seems like it should be forgiven a long, long time ago. And probably it was because the guy should have won, won an Oscar for Blow. Yeah, he was. He did kill it in Blow. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't find anything about the Rob Blow video. <laughs> I searched far and wide. It was back when he it was back when he stopped when he was drinking. He has, he only hasn't drank in like over thirty oh, years. Yeah, very good for him. We're all very proud of you, Rob. Right, right. <laughs> because because when I drink, I fall asleep early on the couch. When he drinks, he fucks a twelve year old. Yeah, I just I'd quit. I'd quit, well, I'd quit drinking too, Rob. Smart. Yeah, I think that's what changed his smart, life too. Smart yeah. move. No, nah, it just, yeah, it, just it's, say, it's all very curious. But yeah, I get, he doesn't look like Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein cancel, you know. So he's. Yeah. It sounds like Harvey might have been like a serial rapist, done it a few times too. You know. Yeah, like he did it for sport. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Careers were ruined and made. He was, yeah, he was a monster. Yeah, and made right, yeah. Yeah, they don't even. Who were like some of the actresses that they they said like actually went along with it? Weren't then a couple come out that it was kind of rumored? I don't remember. I, I remember who was on the. Like it was um, Gloria Trillo was on the stand. Yep. Uh, uh, and then uh, the the I can't think of her name, but the chick who was in Boardwalk Empire, the redhead. Redhead. Like apparently, he really did some. Uh, the one that Nucky's like girlfriend, lady oh, yeah. friend from like the first season or yeah, two. She, she probably just treated like Nucky like he was Harvey Weinstein. That's probably her whole her whole yeah. persona in that show was probably created because of what Harvey did to her. But she was a she was a lunatic yes. in the show. Yeah, she was yeah. unstable. She ended up with Van Alden on the run, like with his kid or something. Yeah. So all, all yeah, Van Alden was a straight shooter for a minute. I just saw something. I just saw a movie with Michael Shannon in it. You ever see Nocturnal Animals? Oh no, I, I that was like on my list years and years ago. I don't remember anything about it though. Worth a shot. Worth worth. Is Amy Adams in it? 
Yeah, Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Huh. Yeah, Shannon's got a, a Shannon's got a and, couple uh, good ones. Yeah, he's basically Michael Shannon, yeah. you know, weirdo. Like that's kind of his best his role thing. is Groundhog Day, of course. Oh <laughs> right, forgot about he was in Groundhog Day. Uh, yeah, what's the one? Oh, he was a guy. Oh, he's the Ice Man, right? Oh yeah, I saw that. Do you ever see the movie? This one's on Netflix. Do you ever see the movie? I haven't seen it in a long time. Called uh, "Kill the Irishman." I don't think he's in that, but it, it just no. Uh, in my mind, those movies go together. I think no. I remember seeing the preview I think for that. Chaz is in it. Palmentary, maybe or Walken, maybe one of the one of those guys. Yeah, I think it's Walken. I put those two. I put sure those two guys Walken. together because as I'm all over the place with movies right now. But I put those two guys together because back then they were in a movie called Pool Hall Junkies, which yeah, I remember did, you, that. did you like that movie? Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. I, I saw it. Years I watched. Ago. It. I couldn't tell you one person that was in it. It was Walkins in there. Walkin and Chaz are in it. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Remember and I and oh, uh, Rod Steiger too, who was like an old time guy, like sixties type movies. Rod Steiger was in. Uh, Not on the waterfront. The waterfront. Um, that might have been his last. That might have been his last. Right. Pool hall junkies. So anyway, movie and not not a not a great movie, but it was one of those movies I just watched a million times. It just came out at the right time uh, of my life where I was like into like pool movies and shit. I just played that movie over and over and over again. I don't. Yeah, he wasn't. He was. He was Charlie. He was Brando's brother. Was he in Pool Hall Junkies? Was Pool Hall Junkies his last movie? Um, let's see. But that was. Yeah, I was like playing like, a lot of pool at that time, and I like had. I didn't. For some reason, I didn't think his brother's name was. I didn't think it was Rod Steiger that played him. I don't know why. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, Pool Junkies was his man. Last did movie. not expect to get to the Rod Steiger tribute tonight, but there we are. Who did? I thought Carl Mal. I thought Carl, Carl Mal was the priest. Yeah, and on the waterfront. All right, yeah, yeah I messed that up. All right, I thought Carl still Malden has, was still the pretty good. All right. pulling Carl Malden out of your ass is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how. I would not have pulled Rod Steiger out, even though that name is more familiar than Carl Malden, <laughs> but I just associated Carl Malden with the uh, Interesting. The I'm sure – I think everybody knows this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Interesting fact about On the Waterfront, Rod Steiger and Marlon Brando. You've heard this before where, like, that scene, the famous scene in the back of the car, I could, I could, I been, a yeah, could have been a contender. Yeah, could have been a contender. Like, Steiger had yeah. to do his lines by himself because Brando wasn't there to do them with him. He, he, like, he didn't – I don't know the whole story why. Brando was kind of weird. Brando, di- Brando <laughs> yeah, didn't oh, yeah, do that was... scene with him, though. So, like, every time they cut to Steiger close-up, Brando's not st- – It's like a sustained Yeah, Brando's not there next to him, man. Did you, hear about the, did you ever hear about the rumors with Marlon Brando and yeah. Richard Pryor? Oh, yeah. Yep. Brando was out of control, man. Yeah. He used to fuck every fucking catcher's man. Yeah. So to, 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 to quote yeah, his famous yeah. Italian. <laughs> Doesn't he have like 15 kids too? He did Something have a crazy? bunch of kids, and I don't think any of them knew, knew him. Yeah, it's like Antonio Cromartie's story, yeah. basically. Except Brando was rich enough to like, move <laughs> to an island and never and like stay away from 
the island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, yeah, was that was it, ba- was it based on his life? I don't know. <laughs> he was in that, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Brando's in some fucking weird movies. Did uh, a bunch of them like I have never seen. Did you ever? S- weird guy. Weird guy. <laughs> Did you ever see? Uh... Oh shit! What's the one with the butter up the chick's ass? That one. Butter up the chick's. Yeah, ass. there's a. <laughs> it's like the famous. Oh, it's like it, it talk about can't. Don't, I think they've tried to cancel Brando and whoever directed this movie. Um, before yeah, guys, we got twenty years like, I'm trying to cancel. Yeah, I'm sure they've come for him and the director because I think they made the chicks like do things she didn't want to do. Uh, what the hell is the name of the movie? How do you cancel a dead guy that doesn't even have a statue? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Brandon might have a statue. I don't know though. Yeah, he uh, might, but something like let's say let's oh, say last he in Paris. That's what it is. Uh, okay, I've heard. But of yeah, there's something. I I don't know. Um, I think I have that that DVD, but I've never pulled. <laughs> I never pulled it out and put it in. But uh, yeah, but there's something with like a stick of butter, and I just always assumed it was upper ass. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> wow. All right. So they took a chance back then in uh, 1950. No, I think that was that like was. the 70s. Oh, yeah, so it was yeah. late. Late. Yeah, Brando. I'm gonna say 70s, maybe. I, I'm gonna say post. Is that? There's definitely after the Godfather. Don Juan, Don Juan DeMarco, oh, wow. right? That was an old Brando. Yeah, the score. The score that was his last movie, I think. And that oh, was yeah. they couldn't. They never. He, <laughs> he was uh, so him being a weird guy. Brando wouldn't. Didn't want them to film like from his stomach up because he was too heavy at the time. He was embarrassed. Didn't want to. Didn't uh, want people to see him on screen like that. So I guess that director had a problem with that because you know you got to fucking you, you want to be able to film as much as possible. This in is the in score, the score, yeah. And he refused to wear. He didn't. He didn't wear pants to set, so he couldn't film him from the from like waist down. <laughs> wow. I. I just I, I remember watching it. I don't remember fact checking that, but that's something I've read over the years. Yeah, he's that was out there. No, yeah, it's just definitely a story. I don't have to fact check at all. It's, it sounds right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I never really remember liking the score that much. And it's a movie I really should have liked. I didn't really. It was just kind of that. Like uh, an, I used to have it on DVD. I don't know like what aver- it is now. But Frank Oz directed. Oh, that. did he really? Wow, that's like an average heist movie. Very average. Yeah, it was kind of telegraphed what was going to happen. De Niro, Norton, Brandon figured it'd be phenomenal. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. It just wasn't mm-hmm. great. Playoff Kershaw has returned. As we were, <laughs> as we were popping on at the beginning of this show, Clayton Kershaw was just getting absolutely worked and. Uh, too many times you've seen this, it's just, you know, you're going to give up runs, you're in a pitcher's door or whatever, but too many times you've seen this guy, just the wheels come off. Was it that bad? I, when I put it on, I was out doing a few things. I came back, I set up. By the time I put it on, he was just, like, walking off the field. It was the sixth. He was just walking off. I think it was the sixth. Well, it started off um, – it started off, Acuna led off the innings. It was 1-1, bottom six. Kershaw's mm-hmm. still on the mound. 
the kid for the Braves had just been, you know, he was getting his uh, handshakes. He's kind of letting him know he was done. Yep. So Acuna hits like a chopper that I believe Kershaw fielded, and he threw it away. It was a tough play, though. I'm not, I'm not sure they would have got him anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so he reaches, and the, you know the ball went into the stand. So he goes to second. And then after that, uh, Freeman double, Osuna double, and that was it for Kershaw on the night. Three, he comes out 3-1, and then the bullpen just kind of poured gasoline, did their Adam Adovino impression, and just uh, <laughs> gave it up. To me, NLCS is very simple. Braves have to win the games where they are ahead or tied after six, which is kind of what this game was, tie game sixth inning. They get into the bullpen. That's where the Braves have an advantage. Dodgers are at a severe disadvantage in those spots. And mm-hmm. game one, Braves did a great job. It was tied 1-1 after six. They end up, uh, they got Bueller's pitch count up. They got him out of there after five. And I felt like they needed that one. Ninth inning, they came through with a four spot they win. Game two, they beat up Tony Gonsolin, uh, the spot sorter for Kershaw. And, you know, they hang on for dear life in that one. And then game three was just they ran into a bunch saw Dodgers, just, you know, Blitzkrieg them 11 nothing. Uh, you know, most runs scored in an inning. Three, uh, I mean, assuming well, this game isn't over yet. Dodgers have a couple guys on here yet. And, you know, we've seen them pile on the runs. Dodgers, we talked about bully teams. Dodgers have a little bully team in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to play from ahead, right? They don't like to get punched around. Well, with that bullpen, they should play from ahead. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, and I, that's why, like, I actually I went back and listened to our post show from last Friday, and I picked the Dodgers. But then I've been giving out the Braves all week on the on the Twitter page because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, all these games are decided late in the games. You know, starters they don't let them go past five six innings. Mm-hmm. Like the Dodgers are just at too much of a disadvantage when it's a tight game. That I like the Braves pen so much more. So yeah. obviously, even if they get through this game, they would still have to win one more. The Braves. Yeah. It's just I, something's missing. I don't know, man. With the Dodgers, like you know, they don't quite have the glass jaw that the Yankees have because they have been the two World Series. But something, something's off. They can't get over the hump. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about you. You had said. Uh, now, by the way, they're going to come back now and you know either win this game or the series. But there still seems like it still seems like I don't know. Maybe it's too easy for them in the regular season. I don't know. Well, you had said how you picked against the Braves early in the playoffs because, or when we were picking our brackets in the playoffs, because they you know they're, they famously have playoff failures. And uh, I mean, that's the Dodgers to me too. So to, to me, this is like a matchup of the same. Uh, Type, type of team with the same fate, generally. Something has to give, and I just think on, on paper, for a series that's going to be every day, you know, you got to have you got to have the arms loaded up. And here we go, deep uh, to right. Oh wow! Oh no, deep in the park. Him. You think you think he deep tried to deep on purpose? Probably was that a Acuna? Acuna? Acuna Matata? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he tried. Ooh, I think, Pollock thought he had it. I think I I saw a little. Not a bat flip necessarily, but he's maybe a strut. Maybe I don't know. Akuna went back and like looked like he was gonna kind of watch it go out, and I wonder if that was to kind of get the the runners <laughs> on base to to give an inch and maybe you know. Th- Will you know, Smith has him. stunk all year. 
He's been terrible. I'm not, I mean, I guess they're up seven one. So what are you gonna? You're yeah. not gonna bring in necessary air levers, but I don't know. They're, this is their chance, though. Get some runs off of Will Smith. It is. Uh, this is like I love seeing the, the crowd back of these games. It's so weird having one with fans and one without fans. Yeah, but it it was like a welcome surprise because I'm so used to to hearing like that fake buzz, and then I didn't know it was gonna happen. I had the game on the other day, and it was. just Took me by surprise, and it was a nice, mm. pleasant surprise. Uh, do you do you like Cody Bellinger? He's up right now, so it wasn't as random as the listeners might think. Do I? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, not really, yeah, but, he's, but he's a good. But he seems to be a pretty good ball player. I just never fell in love with the guy. Even like MVP season, you know, hitting home runs. He, didn't he have like a million home runs the first half of the season a couple years ago? Yeah, he I came just, out. Yeah. Another something like like his swing isn't pretty. I mean, he made that he made that great catch uh, in the last series last week. Yeah, he always makes nice plays. He can play Which, center. He can play first. That part of him I do like being versatile like that. But like, there's something about him. Like, I, I, like I think you think of a lefty batter. You think of like a sweet, smooth swing. To me, it's not. It's not that at all. But. No. uh I don't know. He's just not – to me, he's like a half – he's not quite a superstar. But maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. But I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan, no. And it might yeah, just be, something about him I don't like either. It might just be the Dodgers thing too because uh, it takes a lot for me to like a Dodgers player. I can't think yeah, of – Yeah, I would – like. I guess I'm going to have to root for the NL in the World Series. We'll, we'll get into what's happening in the American League in a second. Yeah. Um, but I don't – I. I much as much as I don't like the Braves, it's way easier to root for the Braves than the Dodgers. Yeah, I'd much rather watch the Braves win. It's the only team I want in the playoffs to win right now. I <laughs> that's it. I, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Rays, Braves, and I hope the Braves take take them. Take yeah, them there, there's something about um, the more I watch the Dodgers. I don't know. Every October I go through this because they're in the playoffs every year. Yeah. And I'm like, even in 2017 when they played the Astros, I find myself like wanting Houston to beat them. Yeah, 2018, I rooted for them just because they were playing the Red Sox. And, I mean, I knew they weren't winning that series. Yeah, and then even last year, like I was pumped when the Nationals beat them. Like, uh, I you know, just, I don't know, can't look, root for them. Look, as long as Dave Roberts is the is the manager on that team, we're not going to be rooting for the fucking Dodgers. True, that is true. Well, it was a little different, I guess, when Mattingly was there. And, uh, but yeah, even yeah. then, there was something about the Dodgers. Like, well, that's it for Will Smith. He really, uh, yeah, oof, let him right is. back in it. 11 hits for the Braves. Wow. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this series. AL, obviously. It just got interesting. It's, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I was in and out of this game. I, uh, I didn't get, by the time I got home, I think it was already one nothing Houston. I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah. Had Spring, Springer, Springer let yeah. off. Yeah. Springer let off with a, with a dinger. Mm-hmm. Um, a Rose Compoyo right now. <laughs> Another dinger tonight. Probably, probably will be the ALCS MVP if the Tampa does win. Yep. Uh, the Rays fought. You know, it was three one. Yeah, it came back, solo. tied it up. Yeah, a couple of solos. G man, that ball still traveling. He crushed that three mm-hmm. three. And um, before we get to what happened in the ninth, bottom of the ninth, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the top of the ninth. I was listening to it. I didn't really wasn't okay. locked in. Yeah. All right. I. I don't know much about the Rays team, so you know, take this for what it is. In the ninth inning, 
uh, who led off? Was it Zunino? Because Kiermaier Pinch ran for somebody. And I believe it was... I feel like Zunino did get a leadoff single at some point late in the game. So, yeah. Did he get on? Because then I want to say yes. Yeah, Zunino. Okay, Zunino. Okay. Sing. I got it. Zunino single to left to start off against Ryan Presley, who, you know, is the closer with Ozuna out. Mm-hmm. Their most trusted reliever. All right, so Kiermaier comes in to run right now. Brandon, uh, wait, did did Royce Campoyo hit a home run? It was Lau, Choi, and was it? Yeah, it was the three of them. Right, it was three solo diggers. Yeah, I, remember. I don't know if I'm combining games because all these. Yeah, they, he did in the fifth inning. Yeah. Okay. It was, Lau hit the first one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Lau here, okay? Lau's back. Yeah, well, no, he's not because <laughs> he still looks terrible at the plate. <laughs> Ninth inning, Kiermaier pinch run, so you have man on first, nobody out. They show the overhead, right? The shift is on to the point where nobody is on the left side of the infield. All right? Bregman oh. is like all the way behind second. Right? Like, it's wide open. To me, I mean, call me a dinosaur. Call me old school, all right? Brandon Lau, who can't hit the fucking broadside of him. The guy's terrible right now. I don't care. I know he hit a dinger, but he also struck out like two or three other times in this game. Mm-hmm. How Brandon Lau is not trying to just bunt for uh. a bait. That's telling me that the scouting report must be out because I'm sure Houston has, you know, the spreadsheets and all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's telling me that Brandon Lau just can't bunt. And to me... Unless you're like a three or four hitter, unless you're a big RBI guy, you know, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, A-Rod, Miguel Cabrera, Pujols, one of those guys. If you're batting at the top of an order, man, it's embarrassing if you can't lay down a bunt, especially when you can't buy a fucking hit all October. Yeah, you got to be all good. When they showed the overhead, I was like, oh, my God, man. And Oros Campoyo's on deck. Yeah, I got to get you know to him, mean? yeah. So, you be, I mean, if you do, you do run the risk of bunting for an out and then they walk him. Yeah. But still, man, it's wide open, man. The whole left side of the infield, make it first and second. Get to the middle of the order, yeah. Get, keep the yeah. line moving. And I yep. was like, I don't know. Put it the, just showed me, it just showed me, like, how different uh, shit put, is. Put the pressure on the defense, man. I, it's, it's, I hate that the nerds, I mean, I didn't expect to go down this path, but I hate that the nerds, have fucking taken over baseball when then everything they're they're telling you everything you see with your eyes is bullshit. Like they're going to yeah. tell you a million reasons why you're wrong for why Lau can't bunt there, and it was just well why can't he? Because he's not hitting. It makes perfect sense to the baseball right. mind, but to a fucking nerd in the computer and a fucking uh, Excel sheet, it's like no, you can't do that because probability blah 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 everything. You know he gets on and you can't get up and out. Well, you know what? He's a fucking automatic out. At least make it a, at least I, this is a this is an extinct term. But at least make it a productive out. Move yeah. the fucking guy over. Yeah, but then then, no, then they would come back to you and tell you they're gonna walk Randy, which is which is that's part it's part of the game too. And yeah. and, and it was Joy batting fourth or fifth. I mean, that's, uh, that's well, fine. Joy Joy actually pinch hit because he didn't uh, start. Well, then you better. So yeah, I mean, it would have been hope, Meadows you. Meadows on deck. All right. Well, if you don't trust, he's a fucking cleanup hitter, right? You know, if you don't trust yeah. your cleanup hitter. Then why is he fucking bat and clean up? Yeah. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, that's fine. I understand Arroz Campoy is the hottest guy in the, in the ALCS, but, you, you know, for the sake of Brandon Lau getting a, a couple hacks, you're going to give that up? The chance? It doesn't make any sense to me, man. It doesn't make any sense. They, they, they take it over, and they're telling you that your eyes lie to you constantly. 
Like you're going to tell me that swinging for the fences makes makes more sense than trying for a line drive? You yeah, know? I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah, like, really. what I'm about it's... to say, like, I don't know. I feel like every guy, unless you're like some just absolute masher, yeah, like you should know how to bunt. Yeah, isn't that like I don't know? Maybe I just an I old mean, school mentality. Like you should know how to bunt. I mean, this guy was probably more part of the problem than anything, but like Tashera knew how to bunt, and he would do it once in a while. Yeah, but Tashera, oh yeah, he always hit into the shift. But yeah, I know. No, I know. I'm saying he was a part of the problem. He just like I remember like maybe a handful, less than a handful of times he he did uh, late lay one down when he was slumping, trying to get it going. You know. Yeah, once in a while you would see. Uh, yeah, once in a while you you see a guy like that, like even like a power hitter like that, do it. I just yeah. thought like in a, in a big spot like that, an ALCS with a chance to go. Yeah, ahead, no, like, that's that's. If there was ever if there was ever a time to do it, like you're slumping and your hottest hitter is on deck. Yeah, like yeah. that's the time. But yeah. you know, and if the he, Ra- struck, he struck out. <laughs> if if the Rays aren't doing it, then you know. Well, that's what that yeah. – see, that's what bothered me when I was like this fucking, oh, you know, God's gift to baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays can't – you know, if it's not on a fucking spreadsheet, they can't, you know, figure yeah. it out. Like, that's yeah. just something that's – I don't know. Brandon Lau's a pussy, basically, because he should have the baseball savvy to know what's going on and try and – you know, especially you, you have a pinch runner in at first. I mean, you have Kiermaier, fastest guy on the team probably. Yeah. So oh, yeah. even if it is a bad bunt, you probably get him over to second. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. But that—that's basically the Astros telling you, like we the scouting reports out. This but, guy can't bunt. He's not going to bunt. But again, for the for you know the, all all the managers all the managers now are fucking Earl Weaver, and they just want to you know they want a couple guys on and a big blast. That's it. So he's yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he ran to one before. Maybe he'll do it again. You're asking a guy there who just hit his first home run since August or the beginning of September, or whatever it was. You're asking the guy there to do it twice in the same game. It feels like okay, you. You're you're hoping for something, but I mean, you want to play percentages. He's not due. He stinks right now. He's not due. He is. He's he's all crooked right now. Yeah. But you know, get a little creative with it. No, play, no play sports around. talk. No sports talk radio podcast is going to have this conversation tomorrow. I bet you. No, play around, man. No, as long as I just feel Correa hitting a bomb and fucking. I don't uh, know. When they showed that shift, I was like, oh my god, he's a lefty too. I was like. It, well, bunt to the left side, man. You got first and second, and you're cooking. Yeah, your eyes are your eyes are lying to you. Your eyes your eyes aren't lying to you. That none of that, yeah. none of that makes sense to people today. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and uh, then not for nothing to back up the fact. That even if Lau had made it out, mm-hmm. there was a wild pitch in the middle of the Randy at bat, <laughs> and they still pitched to him. I I can't, I don't remember. I think it may have been on an O two count the wild pitch. Yeah. So, you know, they were kind of, like, deep into the at-bat. But still, I mean, like, if you if you lay down a bun, the pitcher runs over, maybe he does get you. Maybe he throws it into the first row. You yeah, know what and I mean? I mean, the only way they're getting the guy at second is if, like, you bunt it right in front of the plate and the catcher picks it up. Yeah. The second baseman probably – I mean, the, uh, right, the so pitcher probably isn't throwing him out. Right, so you're forcing the pitcher to make the decision if he's going to try for it or eat it. Yeah, or what? And he's going to make a tough throw going towards third base, and maybe he bounces it, gets by him, maybe he throws it over him, maybe you know whatever. It could be anything. Yeah, just force, just make make the defense work a little bit. I know these guys are awesome, especially pitchers. 
Especially pitchers, yeah. Although one of yeah. the Rays pitchers had a nice play that night. Really? Yeah, I just feel like pitchers throwing the ball. Like, unless they're pitching the ball, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, Kershaw just now set up the, this whole big inning, yeah. six for an inning on an air. Like, for every Tanaka and Greg Maddox, there's a lot of shitty – uh, fielding pitchers. And I have yeah. no idea. Ryan Pressing might be a gold glover. Maybe that factored into it. I don't know. I don't have the spreadsheet in front of me. I'm just managing on my couch with my eyeballs. I don't know. I'm gonna That's guess mo- I'm gonna guess most middle relievers aren't the most uh uh most agile yeah fielders. I don't know. Although it was a middle <laughs> reliever the other night that made a great play. Curtis I think made a nice play. Uh, oh uh, it's like fall yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of made a, a diving grab. Yeah. Yeah, the Rays had a bunch. Of, they had a Kermit had a nice grab. Um, Hunter Renfro of all, like I don't even Renfro think he's a nice really grab. a great fielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few so, of them. So Altuve has the yips too. So yeah, I, he does. I think, I think he got it back. I think he's okay. No, I mean he he, he had Tonight another too? one today. That's yeah. Um, so who saved him? Whoever the oh, first baseman is. Oh, it was. Um, I didn't think it was top. He's still hitting. Top of the seventh. Yeah, he's hitting it, so he's not taking it out. Top of the seventh, final out. He uh, he bounced one. He was like, it was really close too, man. He just bounced one, and I think it was Guriel playing first. Maybe scooped Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, weird though. They they interviewed Steve Sachs. Somebody interviewed Steve Sachs as he famously had the yips years and years ago. Yeah, don't bring uh, don't bring Steve Sachs. So leave the guy alone, please. Yeah, Steve Sachs never cheated the game. Come on. Yeah, come on. Steve Sachs is a legend. I saw someone on Twitter, they were quoted. It must have been a former ball player. I, mean, I don't know, it might have been Steve Sachs for all I know. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how, like, once you have that, it's really hard to shake it, the yips. Harold I hope I hope it becomes a thing. That's what I'm banking on. Harold, I hope. Harold Reynolds said he thinks a guy's injured. Get the fuck out. Injured. <laughs> he can't throw the ball to first base. <laughs> But he's still hitting he's, he's hitting bombs in the first inning of these games. Not injured. <laughs> Come on, yeah, that, yeah, I know. It's it's sacks. I love sacks, but he goes, uh, you know, this nobody deserves to happen. This, this nobody deserves to have this happen to him. I beg to differ. Yeah, I think there's one the guy, guy. There's one guy who deserves to happen, and it's Jose Altuve. Yeah. You know what is with Altuve? Because he came up and he was like, oh, little big man. Oh, he's a uh, yeah, little I mean, guy. Even I, even I admired him, man. Like, right. Yeah. It was kind of awesome. He's, five, he's on 5'2 or whatever he is. And, oh, look what he can do. This and that. And then you find out he's doing this kind of shit. And you know what? Yeah. I, don't like, I don't like to be taken for a sucker, Jose. I don't like to be made to feel like I fucking believed in a guy who needed to, to, needed to cheat to get ahead. I, you know, I, I didn't like him because he was an Astro. And the Astros, you know, they beat the Yanks. Um, I mean, before last year they beat him, and last year they beat him, and I didn't want, I didn't like him for that reason. But now that made that when you find out about this, I get a deep seated loathing for a team and certain players. Him, Correa, I just don't fucking like them worth a shit, man. Not that I want nothing to do with them. Springer, fuck you, Springer. Nothing yeah. to do with these guys. Okay. Yeah, I know. This might so, be their last run together because Springer's a free agent. Good. Get him out. He should go to fucking, I don't know. Mets. Go send him to Queens. Oh, man. What a <clears> great <throat> place to go kill your career. Yeah. Be perfect. <laughs> be a perfect Met. <laughs> he would be a perfect Met. It's exactly the kind of guy that the Mets should bring on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, you just, I, you, I, you know, I was had. I was had by the guy. That's why he deserves it. 
Because he, yeah. fooled, he fooled me all those years to make me believe he was a little engine that could. Oh, the little MVP. Oh, here's Aaron Judge next to the little guy who won the MVP. Who stole Aaron Judge's MVP away from him. Cheated yeah. him out of an MVP. Literally cheated him out of MVP. So that's he, why. So he deserves that. He deserves every bit of bad shit that happens to him between the lines of the field. Yeah, agreed. By the way, too bad Will Smith isn't still pitching because we could have had Will Smith versus Will Smith. Oh, yeah. That would have been, uh, been great. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead, we have uh, Chris Martin. Oh, so that's nice Man. that we have the guy from uh, the guy from Coldplay, Thanks, and yeah, uh, the uh, Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're pretty good. You made up for not being able to pull the John Cryer movies. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right, so quick, Astros Rays. Where do you you is, are the Astros live here, or you have a prediction? I know we both picked the Rays. Yeah, I think the Rays find a way. I just I don't think the I don't think the Astros pen is deep enough to go the next two days. They do have Framber Valdez lined up for game six and McCullers for game seven. Valdez and Snell. Yeah, McCullers can be had. Valdez, you know, he's not like he's not a shutdown guy. I mean, they could both have great games. Blake Snell, game six. Yeah, I don't trust Snell at all. Do not trust Snell. Um, Yeah, it's going to be – the, the Astros are definitely alive, but I'm still going to stick with the Rays. I don't know if it's, it might be Rays and seven. Yeah. And once it gets to seven, I mean, it's going to be fucking nail-biting time. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I I'm gonna stick with the Rays, but this feels this has only happened three. Obviously, four. everyone knows about the Red Sox, four Yankees. Times. Or this? Oh, this is the fourth time. This is the fourth time. Fourth time that a team has won games four and five up to be yeah. out three zip. Ninety eight Padres Braves. Uh, the Braves won games four and five in San Diego. Came back and lost in six. Yeah. And then 99, the Mets Braves out of the famous series, the Ventura Grand Slam single. Yep. Um, Kenny Rogers walking in the run in the game six at LCS. Andrew Jones, yeah. That one I felt like the Mets were live too. Um, so I, I guess I was kind of fooled those years too. I don't know. I feel like the, the – uh, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, the, the Rays – you had a chance in these both these games. It weren't like it wasn't like they were blowouts or like matter of fact wins. Like they were close games. You know, walk off tonight in Game Five. I would uh, maybe it's because the Astros have the pedigree. It just it just feels like they got a shot here. They're they're confident. They're confident, and their confidence know. hasn't wavered. I don't know, but I, yeah, I that I definitely picked up on that tonight. And maybe it was just the Correa dinger. You could tell like pound chest, whatever. But did you notice any kind of tightness with the Rays? Did they look like they were faltering um, at all or scared? Not really. I mean, I don't know. They had three solo home runs. You yeah, know. Like, like, like they, Choi, they seem the same. That Choi hit a big home run in the eighth. I don't know. They seem loose. Is Choi still smiling out there? Yeah, Choi's, Choi's being goofy. You know, he's doing his goofy right, thing. So they're still themselves then. All right. Yeah, they, they are. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. have bats got a little tight in the ninth. Well, that's baseball, Susan. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 to me, they still look pretty loose. But the Astros, uh, I don't know. The Astros haven't blinked. So, oh man, that's and, good. And, and then loud. Like just, go ahead. I'm not saying allowed a chance. I mean, put in that term, like allowed a chance to do something to win, not just the game, but win the fucking series. That's, that's what I'm saying. It just puts it. Yeah, it just brings back. It, it, it does bring back memories to '04, where like you feel like. 
you had your chances in game four and five, and like you could be looking back at those all off season now. Yeah, especially if the if the Rays have a, like, I mean, I, they could come out. It would not surprise because I don't trust Snell at all. You just said you don't trust Snell. It would not surprise me if those bats pound Snell tomorrow. Yeah, because they really haven't exploded in this series. They've had some big hits, the Astros. But they really haven't had a game where they, you know, hammered like they did against Oakland oh, and Minnesota. And that's credit to Tampa's pitching, obviously. But yeah. I'm just saying it is possible. And I don't know. I kind of like Framber. And I kind of like I kind of like McCullers in a, in a big spot. McCullers has pitched big games. He closed out the Yankees out of the bullpen in game seven in 2017. I think he closed out – did he pitch in, 20, in the World Series too? I know it was – him and Morton I confused because I think they, like, kind of piggybacked on each other in, the, mm-hmm. in the, that postseason. Mm-hmm. They kind of pitched like back to back in Game Sevens against the Yankees and Dodgers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would be. I don't. Know, anytime you lose two in a row in the playoffs, and I guess you get a little nervous, but it just it just feels different against this Astros. You're playing a team with championship pedigree. I know the buzzers and the trash cans, but you're playing a team that just fucking knows it's go time, man. They got a chip on their shoulder. They want. Yeah. They, they don't want to fuck around, man. They want to fucking murder people. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. I will see. So, it all comes down to pitching, though. You know, Rays go out there and pitch great. They'll win tomorrow. Um, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I got a feeling we're going to see a game seven. That's, yeah. I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I yeah. don't, uh, Blake Snell, man. And, not, and I am rooting for the Rays, but like, if the Astros hung like a seven spot on them tomorrow, would you like. <laughs> no. Would you be I, that upset? No. If they loaded the bases in the first and there was, you know, Mountain visit and kind of pen work going already. I would not be surprised. Ah, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, like, and then if Houston did come back and win, it would, like, we wouldn't have our name alone in 04, but it'd be, like, the worst possible team. To, yeah, I don't want to be them. It doesn't even. It, like, if someone had told you, like, someone was going to do it again, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, it's great. So we don't have to be the only team on the fucking trivia graphic, you know? I mean, and then they were like, "Yeah, it's the Houston Astros in 2020." I'm, I'm just, like, oh. I'm just happy the Warriors gave up that three-one lead, man. That, that to me, people like ripped the Warriors more than anything. Than, <laughs> yeah, that I, I've heard more about that than I have about uh, the Yanks in '04. You know, recent, True, man. recent years. So yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't want to be this team. This team doesn't deserve that kind of accolade. Although they're just as big a scumbag as the '04 Red Sox team, so I guess it would make sense. Yeah. I uh, I picked Rays in five the other night when I was hammered. <laughs> I was I I looked right up for a little bit there. I uh, now I'm gonna adjust since that prediction is dead. I'm I'm gonna stick with Rays, but it's gonna I think it's gonna be in seven. All right. Yeah. I don't so, know, man. This Astros team, like, well, let's see what the Rays are made of, man. They took a punch, man. This is the first real punch. I mean, game one against the Yankees, but you know. Jay Happen game two kind of softened that right hand. Uh, so, like this, we're going to see what they're made of now. They got to respond. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're uh, still playing from ahead, but it's, it's, we'll it's see if they fall easy. behind. They fall behind game six. Let's see how loose they are. Yeah. You're right. When you, when you drop two in a row and you're knocking on the door of history like this, it's, uh, yeah, your asshole's going to get tight real quick. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say they're tight quite yet. But well, they, no, fall behind, they fall yes. behind game six, then things, things yeah, could get a little tight. Let's wait and see. Yeah, let's see what they, let's see what they got. Yeah. Well, it should be interesting. All right, week six. 
NFL. It's no secret I've had a rough go of it. Yeah, man. Are you okay? You're not putting real money on these games, on all these games, are you? Surprisingly, surprisingly, I am up on the season. Um, <laughs> Because I haven't really been betting much, and I've just been picking my spots. And it's usually the opposite. Usually I give out really good picks, but then I end up betting everything, and I'm down money. So this, is, right. this has been the opposite this year. I don't know how – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just lost. Like, I, if, I, if I have a losing week this week, if I go one and two or worse this week, I think next week on the Zoom show, I'm just throwing teams in a hat. <laughs> I don't All care right. if it's gim- it's gimmicky, it's like radio bullshit. I'm just it's like an attention grabber, but I'm desperate, and uh, the listeners deserve better picks. So uh, I have nine yeah. te- I have nine teams written down, so I have to pick three of them. I think if you're gonna say hack, if you're gonna call it hacky, mm-hmm. um, if you went back and looked at your picks and your record, I think they would they would they might just say it anyway. So I don't think yeah. you're, oh, you can't you can't do any worse. I cannot do any worse. It's been it's been it's been rough, man. Been yeah. Rough. Oh, also, I uh, we were talking last week about uh, Martin Gramatica yeah. getting hurt celebrating. It was actually Bill Gramatica. Oh, okay. Yeah, so jumping up yeah. and down. And I didn't feel as bad about it because it was against the Giants. First of all, mm-hmm. like 2001, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel as bad about it because the announcer had it wrong. I think it was Sam Rosen. It was like a 30-second <laughs> clip I watched on YouTube, and he even said Martin Gramatica. And, like, in the, in the um, you know, the, the video description below, it was, like, a big, like, asterisk next to it. Like, actually, it was Bill Gramatica. <laughs> so, it was uh, – I don't That's feel great. bad for getting it wrong. <laughs> no, but pro, like, Sam Rosen gets it wrong. You can't be sw- – Yeah, know, I think it, it was nine Rosen. years later. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was Fox. I know that. It was Fox broadcast. That's great. All right, so, so I'm gonna defer, I'll defer to you this week to uh, unless no. you wanted something, if you wanted to touch on something. No, I got um, nothing. I it's gonna be an easy week for me because I I uh, I looked at the board, and to me this is a gut week. I just I just I had a couple gut feelings. Okay, I, jot, I jotted them down. I have no notes on why. It's just how I feel about these teams at this particular junction of the season. Okay, uh, I got a few written down. Um, okay. I'll start, I'll, what the fuck? What Not is, now. What's going on? Nah, laptop. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my last second research. Fucking IT support. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I got. There a road. is one. There is one team that I will piggyback on and make it a joint pick. Okay, we'll roll it together. If if, if I pick them, or if okay, and I have three. I have three definites, and I have a backup fourth. Okay. Um, so yeah, and, and if if you pick any of those top three, um, before I do, I'll I'll roll that I'll roll it with you. We'll do a joint. All right, I I think I have two. I don't know. We'll see. I have All nine right. teams written down, and I have nine maybes. I got to pick three of them. Okay, no, I have no breakdown for this whatsoever. Okay. Um, it's a team coming off. I get to I think you're, I think they're coming off a bye. Um. Another team coming off a questionable L where their aging quarterback maybe hurt them down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is a road favorite in Tampa. I just like I I just like Green Bay this year, man. I'm taking Green Bay against Tampa. They're minus one. Give them to me. That's it. That's an easy one for me. Yeah, I 
I know one of the teams I had written down, but I wasn't going to take them was Tampa because okay. pure contrarian pick. Uh, Two thirds of the money's on Green Bay, and I think the spread has gone down somehow. Uh, but I wasn't going to pick Tampa, so I'm not. I'm not going head to head. Okay, with you. So that's an easy cross off for me. Now I only have eight teams written down. Sometimes you got to pick. Sometimes you know you want to go against the public. To me, it just makes sense. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I can see it backfiring. You know, Tampa's got you know pretty good defense. Obviously, a lot of weapons on offense. But uh, yeah. I just got to. I just. I. I just think Green Bay's better than Tampa. I think they go in there and take care of business. They should. Yeah, you would think so. You would think yeah, so. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm not getting technical this week. All right. I'm not going to get technical about this game either. Nice. And this is a game that the public's on. This is a game where normally I'd be on the underdog, home underdog, even though there's oh. no crowd. I got to stop. I, that's another thing. I went back and looked at my picks. Ten home teams I've taken out of 15. Mm. I, gotta, I, got, I realized that I rely on oh, home yeah. field advantage in the NFL more than any other sport. Yeah, Monday you were you were lamenting. You were you were you were hands or uh, facing your hands, lamenting about how just uh, there's no home there's no home field advantage anymore. It doesn't exist. There's no home field advantage. Yeah, well, because Drew Brees <laughs> was fucking underthrowing receivers by like 15 yards. Man, I was, I was trying to will the he did he did end up bringing them back, but that's it. You got to uh, take advantage of these teams that are not quite what you thought they were. Yeah. And and if if home field is going to help them at all, you gotta you you gotta take you gotta bet against them. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right. So this one, I'm just not going to overthink it. I'm just going to say this team's better, and the team they're playing stinks. Taking the Ravens, laying seven and a half in Philly. There's no nice. home field advantage. It doesn't exist. Okay. The Ravens are just better. The Eagles suck, all right? The Eagles, they tied the Bengals. Okay, everyone was big. Uh, oh, it might come back and uh, help them. And then uh, they follow it up. They win uh, at San Francisco. And then what do they do last week? They, they lose, you know, against Pittsburgh. The final score made it look closer than it actually was. But, you know, Steelers lit them up for 38 points. Um, I, I just think Baltimore wins this game by double digits. I think Lamar Jackson does whatever he wants. Big day. Couple touchdowns from Mark Andrews over the middle. I just, uh, I think Philly stinks, so I'm not overthinking it. That's my first not overthink pick of the year. Baltimore minus seven and a half. Also, like people it. are gonna, people are gonna like having the Eagles like getting the seven and a half. The hook, I just feel yes. like you know the hook might not matter when the if yeah, gonna, are up like twenty five. It's be seventeen and a half. It's gonna yeah. help you. I feel like. I yeah. like it. You're on your way to a perfect week. I like it. Yes. So far, so good. Me on the other hand, All right. um, I, I, again, this is the same thing. I'm not. I, I can't. I just feel like this team. Okay, I feel like this team's going to beat. All right, this, I'm just going to say it. Kansas City's going to beat Buffalo on Monday night. I don't okay. know. I, I just have. I got Kansas City's going to go up there. They're going to take care of business. Nothing to do with the Le'Veon Bell thing. I don't, Le'Veon's not even be a, a factor on Monday. I'm sure. I, I know Casey's not playing their best football right now, but I think they go up there. And they just have – it might be a mini shootout. And who's a team you don't really want to get to a shootout with? It's Kansas City Chiefs. Right. I, I, think, I think they win. I think they three and a half is the number. I think this team wins by touchdowns. So give me Kansas City by over three and a half in Buffalo. That's the second road favor I'm taking. What was the spread? I got it at three and a half. Okay. You see anything different right now? 
Nah, let me double check. Oh, I I have it at four and a half right now. Hmm. I'm if four and a half. That's fine. Four and a half. Yeah, okay. got it. I got to switch on the fly. That's no problem. All right, four and a half. Um, yeah, I had Casey written down too. Uh, I'm not gonna make it one of my picks though. I don't know. I, I to me, it seems easy. The Chiefs should beat them. Too easy. Yeah, the we'll see what the Bills are made of coming off their first loss. Kind of a short week for them because they play on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, also a short week. Yep. Um, oh yeah, Tuesday Monday. It's still not not that short. No, yeah, it's a little little shorter than usual. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it does seem like that's why I wrote down the Chiefs because it was one of those games like oh yeah, should be easy. Um. Yeah, I just, okay. Second just, pick. just gut week. That's it. This is gut week here on the poor. Yeah, no, that's not a good sign. <laughs> I like it. I, I like, like it. I, I, didn't, I, I looked at these games, and usually I'll watch like a video. I'll do a little research. I just, this week, I didn't, wasn't feeling it. I was like, no, no. This, I, I, got, I think I got this. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I should, maybe, one, maybe the confidence is mis, mis, uh, misplaced. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so this is another one. I'm probably going to get myself in trouble with this pick. <laughs> I like this team coming into the season. They haven't been great. I'm going back to – I already picked them once this year and got burned, but I'm just going back. So I'm going with the Lions laying three in Jacksonville. There's no reason the Lions shouldn't hammer this team. I mean, they're coming off a bye, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Matt Patricia, I even looked – I heard this somewhere. I'm not fact-checking. I heard he was 2-0. and off a bye in his oh. short tenure as a Lions coach. It's I a, think it was against the spread. I don't know. Or on the field. One of them. Or both. Important number. I have no idea. Yep. Yeah. Come on, man. The Jaguars' defense stinks. Like, the Texans just beat them by how many points, man? Go out there in, in their building. You're coming off a bye. You're fresh. Just go out there and beat them by 10. Okay? Go out, there's no reason you should be losing to the Jaguars, man. Like, you're... If you lose this game, you're back. You're back in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, and you're dead to me. Okay, so that's just the game where I look at it. I look at it. The Lions should be able to drop all kinds of points on them. Yeah, and you just got to play a little bit of defense. And it's only it's a short three. I mean, they're just begging to take the Lions. You know what I mean? It's a sucker bet, but I'm doing it. Lions minus three. You're a Lions sucker. You've been a, you've been a Detroit sucker all season. I gotta go down with the ship, man. They, and that would be I mean that's the ship. When if you lose to the Jaguars, that's that, the ship and the, I have to be like I have to be on it. It makes like. me a little nervous because last week I said the same thing with the Falcons. And that didn't work out too well. Yeah, well <laughs> it was it was fun. I like I liked going down, you know, down with the on the Dan Quinn ship. <laughs> that's you true. Know? Hey, you were you witnessed history, that's fair. I did. It felt it felt right, you know. <laughs> I was there in Super Bowl 40, 50, whatever the fuck it was, and uh, where I swore off the Falcons forever. But I came out of retirement for Dan Quinn's last game. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for his retirement. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, this I'm taking your advice for my last game. All right. I'm all in on this team this week. Uh, what you your advice was was there's always one team you just bet against every year. And you think this year uh, it's the New York Jets. So I'm going on to Miami. 
This is a bad bet. Fuck that. No, it's a great fucking bet. The Dolphins get nine and a half. The Jets are anemic on offense. They are lost on defense. Miami, they have one of the all-time quarterbacks who is, who just, is always playing for, I don't know, his next job. He's, he just wants to play next week. He might go out and throw four picks. Who knows? You're rolling with, you're rolling with Fitzpatrick. It's what happens. But, I, you know, I got a little faith in the Finns this week. I know they're coming off a big win. I'm not basing it off the win in San Fran. That was unexpected. At least by me it was. I'm not basing it off that. I'm basing this purely on the Jets being atrocious. They just got rid of Bell. They're in give-up give uh, mode. Gase is a lame duck coach. He is just out there to get his ass kicked week in and week out. And Miami's going to hand him an ass kicking this week down in Miami. And believe and don't be surprised if next week there's a jet or two that comes out with COVID because they went out this weekend in, uh, in uh, the Sunshine State. South Beach. Yeah, there's all kinds of COVID flying around down there. Um, we're going to see a jet come down with it uh, next week. So that's I'm not I'm not betting on that, but that's my uh, throw that in there as a kicker if you want uh, nine and a half for Miami and a jet gets COVID kicker. Nice little parlay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I, I don't know. I feel like people are going to be teasing Miami this week. I would just be careful. It's it's a rivalry game. I mean, I would like to know, like, just in my lifetime, let's say. Like, let's just say the last 25 years. All right? Like, Jets, Dolphins. Like, I feel like the underdog has covered in this series, like, at least two-thirds of the time. Yeah, but those, under, those rivalry games sometimes doesn't really matter. Like, how many times have I watched the Giants play the Cowboys rivalry game and they get blown the doors blown off of them? Well, I mean, last week they covered, and it was eight-and-a-half-point spread. And sometimes. Yeah, the Giants are so much better than the Jets. That's not saying much, but the Giants are a lot better than the Jets. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm and the yeah. Giants have at least shown competitiveness at some point this year. I, I'm not sure the Jets have shown more than 11 minutes of competitiveness this year. Yeah, I know. It's just I can't trust the Dolphins. I know. I hate when the Dolphins are favored by big numbers. It's just never good. I know. I know. I know. I just uh, – right. they got weapons. They've, they've, they've found out how to use them. They have three great receivers on that team of the ball. <laughs> Between uh, not great, but you know, three capable receivers between uh, your boy Preston, Devontae, and uh, Kaseki, and Fitzpatrick's going to sling it. And I just don't see. I don't see how they. I just don't see how my or the Jets have any kind of answer for that. I know nine yeah. has a big number, but fuck it, let's roll with it. Let's see what the Dolphins can do. Let's <laughs> fucking pile on. Let's be a bully team to the goddamn Jets. If you're going to bully a team around, it's going to be the New York Jets in 2020. It may as well be the Jets. Yeah. Correct. That's it. Um, all right, so I got one more pick. We're not picking no, want... no joint. None of those are the joint pick, huh? Uh, no, KC was the closest thing. Oh, okay, all right, okay. We'll get it. But not... We'll hit one some point. Yeah, no, I'm not. I won't. Uh, I don't think I was going to pick them as one of my three picks. Yeah. So, okay. Detroit or Baltimore, I think I would have jumped on. Um, all right, so I wanted to take Atlanta, but I held off. I don't even know if that game's going to be played. People are getting COVID and shit. Mm-hmm. Dan Quid. Dan Quinn was uh, giving people COVID before he left, so I don't know what's going on with them. Um, I just feel like, I don't know, Minnesota, everyone's going to look at them, look at how they played against Seattle. But I don't want to bet that game. That's just two bad teams. Don't bet two bad teams. That's a stay away, yeah, for me. Yeah. Play Same thing with, like, Washington and the Giants. I kind of 
wanted to take Washington, but against two <laughs> bad teams. Uh, like just don't there's no reason to bet two bad teams. I got the giant um, I had the giant circle. That was my backup was the Giants. Oh wow. All right. Um although I did just bet on Lions Jaguars. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say I think the Lions are good though. Um another team I have over here that I'm I'm not gonna pick Houston. That's more of a contrarian play. They're only getting I guess three and a half now. It was three mm-hmm. in Tennessee. Tennessee short week. They played Tuesday. Now they gotta come back and play Sunday. Mm-hmm. Division game, you know, second game without Bill O'Brien. Maybe they give you an inspired effort. Maybe people are too high on Tennessee. Um I just I don't know. He, something's really missing from Houston and I feel like it's a short it's a very I know when you make a bet you should never be comfortable, but that's just really uncomfortable only getting three and a half with Houston. Yeah. But I would put a star next to that one because I think there is something to that game. Yeah. I think the Texans could uh could win outright in that game. Okay. Um so I think the game I'm gonna land oh another game that I'm not gonna take. Monday night I really wanted to take Arizona. I just can't I don't know. I feel like this is a contender, pretender game for Ari- for just Arizona. Like, if you're going to be taken seriously as a team that can make a little noise in January, you're not going to win the division probably, but get in there as a wild card. This is a game that you should go down to Dallas and win. Mm-hmm. I feel like Arizona has shown us so far that they're kind of untrustworthy. Yeah. They were sure. 2-0, and and people were talking, you know, how good they were. They lose to Detroit. They lose to um, – fuck did they lose to after Detroit? They beat. They got a nice win against uh, Car- San Fran and the also Carolina. Carolina, yeah, 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 exactly. This is the type of game now that you know they're traveling again. I don't know. Does you know? Does Andy Dalton have a big game? Is Andy Dalton the talk after this week about how yeah, you know he, he you know real they'll have like the story real they'll have the story next week about how he almost retired during the offseason. Now he has a chance to lead a team to a division title yeah. and go to a Super Bowl. Like I could just see that, and I'm just I'm not ready. I thought Arizona would beat Carolina. And, you know, they kind of laid an egg in that game. I just feel like this is a similar spot. I just – Yeah. I I'm see, not ready to trust them. I, I'm, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not looking forward to, but looking forward to seeing Dak on crutches cheering on Andy Dalton as he leads the yes. seven and nine teams to the playoffs. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just, I just – This could be one of the seven. I don't yeah. know. Arizona might prove to us that they're just like a nine and seven team. You know, probably like a seven seed. They could still be like a seven yeah. seed. I just uh, yeah, I could see not that. not ready to trust them in this spot. Absolutely, you know? like, yeah. I I feel I feel that yeah for sure. Because I wanted to take them because I was like I'm looking at this because home team prime time home underdog. I like the prime time home <laughs> underdog. They do and they do actually have fans down there, so like that'll be actually some fans in the building. Um, but this is more of uh, – and they should be able to drop 30. On, I mean, the Giants scored 34 on them, mm-hmm. and they were throwing like – what do you throw? Or not even a pick six. He fumbled in – Dallas ran back a fumble, right? Yeah. Like, the Giants' offense wasn't – it's not like they were clicking on all cylinders last no, week. No, they were not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, I think the game I'm going to settle on, it is Sunday night game. And normally I would be on the primetime home underdog, but with no fans, I'm taking the Rams. I just feel like the two teams going in a little bit of opposite directions. I may get burned here because, you know, you never want to look and see what happened the week before. Niners stunk. Um, and uh, the Rams obviously killing Washington. What do you take out of that? Probably nothing really. You know, Alex Smith couldn't move. Uh, I just feel like the Niners – and. The Niners are so banged up 
mm-hmm. on defense right now. I mean, their defense is a mess. Forget about their offense. Garoppolo, is his confidence going to be shaken? You know what I mean? After getting pulled at halftime last week. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the Rams will be able to score some points on that Niners defense. Uh, I think the Niners, oh, might struggle a little bit. Donald's going to be in the backfield a little bit. Ramsey, I just uh, normally, again, I'd say I'd be on the primetime home underdog, but I'm trying to talk myself. I'm trying to adjust on the fly gambling. I'm going to say that the Rams go in there. I have it. Do you have it at three? Uh, Three and a half. All right, all right. I'll take it three and a half. So I'm not going to change my mind. Uh, I'll, I'll lock it. Well, what you got live? This is I re- this is written down from this afternoon. So if it changed, then take the three. I have on Vegas Insider that it's three. All right, let's, let's take the three. All right, I'll take the three. So uh, yeah, those are the picks. Ravens three road favorites. I would never do that, but it's 2020. You got to make adjustments. Now you're going at least two and one. I'm telling you, you got you got two two and one. <laughs> Ravens seven and a half, Lions minus three, Rams minus three. Uh, I got KC minus four and a half, and it gave me a point there. Green or took a point from me. Green Bay minus one, and Miami nine and a half. That's the oh, point. there was actually one other team I had written down. It was New England, but I didn't. I'm not even sure what the spread is right now. But um, I think is is the game of the week uh, Cleveland Pittsburgh. Uh, Cle- well, well hey, Casey Buffalo, it's going to be gre- well, Green Bay, oh, Green Tampa. Bay, Tampa. Yeah. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Hopefully man. we get some good game. I think that there's some uh, marquee matchups here. Is, Cle- is, is this a real test for Cleveland? Is, is this a Cleveland is yeah. a real game? Cause Cleveland is, like, Oh yeah. Cleveland is red hot and they, like they, they, the receivers are clicking. They have the two, well, is but they're deep. They're deep enough when their running backs were, and I mean, obviously Hunt is as good a running back as anybody has as a starter. In yeah. the league. So they're they're deep as hell, and uh, you have those two guys that kind of. I still not sold on Baker, but that, that's enough weapons and enough uh, enough running game to kind of distract from him and get him going that way. Uh, it doesn't matter because Jarvis or Odell will be throwing at some point. Sure. Also, so I mean, they're they're red hot. Look great, Pittsburgh. Of course, is uh, the big bad wolf, and they need to go through them no matter what. So, yeah, yeah. Guess... Pittsburgh and Baltimore—they got to prove they could beat them in a big spot. Yep, yep. So Pittsburgh, uh... yeah, and Pittsburgh who just keeps pulling these marquee receivers out of their ass—it's incredible. Yeah, Claypool now—it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and they had Juju and Deontay Johnson. It's cra- it is nuts. So they just keep. Pulling these guys out that are... It's a factory, man. It's a factory yeah, in Pittsburgh. wide receiver factory. It's the, they replaced the steel mills with wide receiver mills. They did. They did. Uh, so, yeah, who do you, I mean, that's in Pittsburgh. I don't know. Pittsburgh, no no fans in Pittsburgh, I don't think. No. Uh, I mean, the, the the betting public would tell me that Cleveland's a live dog here, but I think, gun to my head, I would take Pittsburgh. It's just Roethlisberger, Steelers... You know, last year they split. Remember the game Cleveland won? It's the game where Miles Garrett almost decapitated Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then a, and they won that game. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, Pittsburgh actually beat them mm-hmm. with, like, Devlin Hodges as their quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I just feel like now you're getting the Steelers, like, a more, like, at full strength team. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger's back. The defense has kind of been revamped. Mm-hmm. I think I'd have to lean towards Pittsburgh. Just, they're the safer pick. 
the Browns are more of a contrarian play, but I'll take the Saints pick. Yeah, and kind of kind of say, look, you know, yeah, this is our town, this is our uh, division here. I got to come through us. Um, kind of put them back in their place. Yeah, I can see that because yeah, people are riding high in Cleveland now. Yeah, not... I think we touched on basically every game. Yeah, yes, we well, did. T- well, there's actually one: Bengals, Colts. We didn't do um, yeah, since Chicago, Carolina. We didn't touch on, but yeah. Oh, all right, my bad. Uh, all right, well, Bengals, Colts. Quick, I would take Bengals just because I don't like Rivers. I'm not high on the Colts. I think Burrow could bounce back, fall within the number. They probably win. They probably lose, but I think they can cover. Indies D. I saw some highlights. They played Cleveland last week. They, they got kind of torched by yeah. Cleveland. Their D actually yeah. looked pretty good. They like a lot of those catches were contended, like guys in the face. Like Jarvis had one where he had to reach around the receiver. Yeah, like the D still looked pretty good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sold on Indy's D being uh, uh, taking a step back. I still think they're pretty good. Eight is a big number though uh, for that. I'm game. just waiting for like the Phil Rivers. Like we saw it week one. Mm-hmm. The Phil Rivers, like, as a favorite where just, like, everything goes wrong. He throws, like, three. I mean, last week we saw a little bit of that, but they weren't really favorite. I think it was a, kind of a pickup. Yeah. Um, where, like, he just throws, starts throwing picks all over and he starts doing, like, the dumb Phil Rivers face. <laughs> Walking to the sideline, like, his hands, like, what? You know what I mean? Gee, like, one of those golly, things. gee. Darn it. Yeah. Yeah, he starts, like, cursing in Phil Rivers' way. You know, <laughs> darn, a lot of darnits. Yep. Um, and I don't know. It might not be this week against the Bengals, but it wouldn't shock me. But I'm also very anti-Rivers and the Colts this year, so. Yeah, eight, eight, eight's just a big number. I think I'd be on Cincinnati in that game, too. Yeah. And you said uh, Panthers-Bears flip a coin. I have no idea. That's a stay away from me, man. I want to believe in Carolina and Chicago. Like, I don't like betting on Chicago, but they, they're yeah. one of those teams that surprise you when you least expect it. They you might have Carolina by a point and a half here, but they just, Chicago will just come out and smack you around and be like, oh, yeah, we still, yeah. We still play football too sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I like Carolina right now, but I just – Me too. Me Chicago too. is just one of those teams that you cannot trust to be as bad as you hope they're going to be. Yeah, I, don't, I, I have no idea what to expect in that game. That's a, that's a flip of the coin. Um, Carolina's a little ahead of the schedule, obviously. I don't think anyone expects them to be this good this year. I was hopeful just because I hate everyone else in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a little ahead of schedule, but you would think at some point they come back to earth a little bit. They kind of remind themselves that they're probably more of like a six and ten at best, maybe seven and nine team. And eventually, one of these weeks, they're going to get kind of smacked <laughs> around and remember that they're not as good as. Uh, I think McCaffrey's due back we, any week now. Like he's three and zero without. Him. I know, but he, that's that's. Uh, but still, getting him back is you know he could utilize him and Davis and you know Teddy. Yeah. Teddy's been doing just fine. So I think that's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from. Yeah, NFC is top heavy. I feel like Seahawks, Packers, Rams are, are those the three best teams. Mm. Yeah, Rams are playing pretty well. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. And after that, it's uh, you're fighting for crumbs. Yeah. You have the NFC South. Pick one of those teams. The Bears, who I don't think are on that level. Yeah. And then the AFC is just loaded. AFC. I mean, you have, I mean, how many playoff teams? You have Bills, Patriots. You want to give them two spots? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, the, the Bills take a little step back this week. 
losing, but I, you know, don't fucking give up. You think they'd be good enough to be a wild card? Yeah, they're 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 making it in KC, obviously. Yeah, it's like a little quarter point check after five Pittsburgh, Cleveland, yeah, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Baltimore. Baltimore, I got to give two spots to. That's four. And then you got to give Tennessee the way they're playing. Yeah, the division. That's five. Then Chiefs six. And then I mean, I guess you could pen. I don't want to pencil in the Browns, but like very. Yeah, very tentative. Soft, very <laughs> soft pencil. Very light mm-hmm. on the pencil there. Like, so I would say that six, four, I don't, I don't want to say, I hate saying definites, but minus the Browns, those are six definites. And, like, who would be the best team to come out of nowhere and take the Browns out? You have Colts. You have the Raiders. Okay. And then – a wild card team I could throw out, no pun intended. Wild card. Uh, the the Chargers. Okay, they're, I know they're one and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to these next five games. Mm-hmm. All right, this is where they're going to make or break their season. Mm-hmm. Home Jaguars at Denver. Oh. Home Raiders at Dolphins. Home Jets. I mean, they go four and one. They go four and one without really. That be I, I could say four and one without right. really having a problem there. Maybe right. and that maybe, puts them at five and five, maybe, and that puts them in the wild. Card maybe race. three and two, but you're still kind of alive there. But yeah, if you go four and one through that, you're looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you have two games at home against the Jaguars and Jets. If those, if ne- if neither of those, or if uh, both of those aren't wins, then you're done anyway. So. You got to win those two games and then find a way to win two out of three against Denver, Vegas, and Miami. That puts you at five and five, and you'll at least be in the mix for a wild card, you would think. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Chargers. So, they are, they're fun to watch. Yeah. So, a couple things to keep. It's just, it's so loaded this year, the AFC, that I don't know. Like, is the seven seed going to be 10 and six? Could be. Yeah, there's no. And I, there's I no think, I think it. it's. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to fall apart eventually in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's got to, right? Like, it, it has banking to. on it. Yeah, banking on it. Who they have this week? Oh, they have Pittsburgh, yeah. right. We were um, <laughs> yeah, I just I look forward to watching their, their downfall. Something, so, something stupid is going to happen. It'll be a little bit of a darker shade of pencil if they can beat Pittsburgh this week. If they beat Pittsburgh, I'll be, I'll be half a believer. Not all the way there. I just, you're right. It's too much season left to, 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 to pin my hopes on the Cleveland fucking Browns. Yeah, and they still would have to play Pittsburgh again. They still have to play Baltimore again. They already lost to Baltimore opening, opening day. Um, it's tough to see the Browns. I mean, you know, they beat – who they beat? They beat the Bengals. Beat Indy. They beat – Indy, I guess. I guess Indy's a good win. You know, Washington at Dallas is. You got to give them credit. It's on the road. It's it's you know Dallas. I mean, Dallas has been atrocious. Like, yeah. I miss it. They don't the the Brown schedule, man. I hate to play this game, but <laughs> I mean, I won't give you the whole schedule, but they have their two out of their last three games are against the Giants and Jets. They're both on the road, so they're both at MetLife. Yeah, that's doesn't. They have the Jaguars still. They have the Texans still. Another game with the Bengals. Home rate, like. Yeah, the roadmap is that the roadmap is there for them to get the. Texans. Yeah, but I guess like the Bengals beating them and that kind of 
some animosity starts. The Eagles, they have all it still. takes for that team is to get knocked a, around a little bit, and then we will start. Yeah, going off. that's all it takes. They're, Finger point. They're a very yeah. fragile team. Let's see it. Let's see. It's very still early. I don't. The Cleveland's got a long way to go for me to, to have any kind of belief that they're going to make some kind of noise in January. Or even get to January. Oh, no, I'm not talking about noise. I'm talking about just being like... Yeah, or even, get, or even getting to January, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, we'll see what they do. Next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks will tell a lot because they have at Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati. Two big division games yep. on the road back-to-back. Yeah. So, that I think I think we'll learn a little something about Cleveland these next two weeks. Am I, am I, like Bell's not going to make much of a difference in KC, right? I mean, he's going to go in there. I have no idea. I couldn't tell. How ready can that guy be? To be in a big time, he's coming off like an hamstring, hamstring injury. I mean, he hasn't really been anything for three years now, right? I mean, he's been doing shit for two and a half years. I mean, if he hasn't, if he hasn't do anything in that offense, then it's time. Yeah, he's you know, like because he was always a very good like you know uh, he'd catch some balls yep. and kind of like a jack of all trades on offense, do a little bit of everything. Like you would think this is the perfect offense to get him back going again. But I, just, I, I don't, I don't know. Aging running backs, you never know. Actually, I haven't seen him do shit in two, two and a half years. I don't know what he's capable of anymore. Not even the injury. Just, yeah, just. He was a jet, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but I mean. You're was, going from the worst worst offense in football to the probably the best. Yeah, no, I understand that. But, uh, I mean, they, they didn't even use him. So, I mean, I, I'm yeah, just saying, I, 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 don't, I just I don't know what it could, what it could possibly, what he, what he could possibly offer because I haven't seen. I've even teased what he can offer. I haven't seen like a flash of what he can offer, and that's yeah, and that, I don't that's know. not on him for the most part. It's mostly on how Gase has used them, but or not used them. I don't want one year deal. I remember that, so he could be playing for another little, little bit of a contract going forward after this year. I don't know. It's, I mean, this is kind of his. I mean, you, you could forgive what he did for the with the Jets. It's the Jets. It's the oh, Jets. Yeah, no, but this yeah. is uh, you're not going to get a pass if you're unproductive in Kansas City because <laughs> everybody they plug in. Yeah, you better find a way. But has been but good. he's not going to be like the prime guy. He's going to be, you know, he's going to. I don't know if he's used on third, uh, third, price. third down type guy. I don't know. I've, it depends what kind of shape he's in. I could see him eventually getting to a point where he's splitting, uh, splitting time with Hilaire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's got to get some kind of magic back from the Pittsburgh days. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be getting big, you know, playing time this week. But no, I'm saying, no. like, a little a few weeks from now, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah rich, the rich get richer. Yeah, why would he yeah. go anywhere else? He was like rumored to go uh, Miami, Miami, and uh, uh, Buffalo, right? And Buffalo. And of course, the Daily News had the Giants as a rumor team. Like that's not a rumor. You made, you guys made that up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I. Uh, it's a gamble. It's a gamble for KC, but for them, it's a it's a it's a minimal gamble because he's not going to be the focal point. You could kind of do what you want with him. If right. it, if it fails, it doesn't really matter. You guys were fine without him. You'll be fine without him again. Uh, and any of those other teams get them, and it's like, okay, you're a big part of our offense now. We need you to produce tomorrow. What are you, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, a rich get richer, man. I just, it's thanks, thanks a lot, Jets. <laughs> just let this guy go free and see what he can do for the rest of against the rest of the league. Yeah. 
It's like escaping Alcatraz, I, man. I thought New England was a candidate to get him just because that's kind of the guy that Belichick was after. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. I, I don't know. I didn't even think of that, but. He's always he's uh, always a dark horse candidate to pick up yeah, somebody else. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh. And the guy signed Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost worked out. Worked out for a week. Yeah, against the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, and that was it. Guy started like throwing shit at cops or whatever the fuck he did. Yeah, a couple of times. It's not a habit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's gonna do it. For this week's edition, unless you got anything else, it. Nope, that's it. Uh, hang with us. We'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully, we put together a winning week. And uh, next week, the big uh, election Zoom tr- trial show, Giants Eagles. That's so it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk to you before. We'll talk to you before then. But uh, we'll be. Uh, hopefully, you guys are gearing up for that. I'll we'll give you the details on Monday after our post weekend. Uh... Wrap up the botchery, yep. and uh, yeah, stay tuned, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time here on Sunday Poor. All right. All right. Uh, we went we went kind of long, so I don't know if we have to do a post show. No, that that uh, gas station coffee is wearing off right now. Anyway, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, man, I'll get this up. I'll send it out. I'll talk to you later. All right, See peace. You.